Welcome to Destination Vacaville, brought to you by Visit Vacaville, the city's official voice for tourism. I'm your host, Melissa Reeves. In every episode, I will introduce you to the people and places that make visiting Vacaville such a unique travel experience, like seasonal adventures, agricultural tourism, family activities, craft beer, culinary delights, wine country, and more. Subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Destination Vacaville, let's go. Hello and welcome to Destination Vacaville. I'm your host, Melissa Reeves, and today I'm thrilled to have with me Stephanie Jordan. She's with Sustainable Solano and she's the local food program manager. Stephanie, welcome. Thank you for joining me. Sure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I'm not sure if all of our listeners are really familiar with Sustainable Solano. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your organization and what you do? Absolutely. So Sustainable Solano is a nonprofit and we operate countywide here in Solano County. It actually began in 1999 as Benicia Community Gardens. So there was a a doctor by the name of Ed Swenson who established this garden at a church in Benicia and He was really interested in community sustainability, kind of before that even became known. (laughs) And he was also interested in kind of a multi-generational approach where both um, young people and older people in the community would come together and work at the garden. And so what happened is from there, it kind of expanded. There's now two community gardens in Benicia, as well as a community orchard. And the directors at the time who were running the garden decided to start doing what's called backyard permaculture food forests. (laughs) So these were piloted in Venetia at first. Um, Now we have them all over the county and it's part of our green infrastructure program. So maybe just to back up a little bit, Sustainable Solano now kind of has three main initiatives. The first is green infrastructure, which is what we started with, with uh, the community garden. And then we have a local food program, which is what I manage. And then we also have workforce development. And we can talk more about that later. So the backyard permaculture food forests, as I said, were piloted in Venetia and other areas of the county started to find out about it. And they wanted to kind of have a piece of that pie as well. And so we started expanding and established them in some of the other cities. And around 2016, the organization realized, you know, we are more than Venetia Community Gardens right now, and it's time to change the name. So the board of directors took a step back and said, you know what, here we are, we're the ones we've been waiting for, no one else seems to be doing this, and so let's become Sustainable Solano. And you guys have an event that I just love that you are working on right now. We in Vacaville work a lot with our local farmers and our local restaurants. And I know you've got a program, uh, the Bounty of the County, that you're working on right now. Tell us some more about that. Sure. So Bounty of the County, it's gone through some different versions than what we originally envisioned. The The original vision was to have a large-scale public event at the Solano County Fairgrounds in Vallejo, where we would have chefs doing cooking demos and tastings and wineries and CSA displays and more cooking demonstrations. And we were in conversation with the fairgrounds around, you know, January of 2020, and then COVID hit. (laughs) So uh, we still wanted to do something because we had some grant money from California Department of Food and Ag to pull this together. And we thought, okay, Let's try to just maintain and establish the name recognition of Bounty of the County and shift it to a virtual format. So last year, 
we had a series of Zoom presentations where we paired up a farmer and a restaurant chef and a winemaker. And they did presentations where the farmer talked about the food and their products. And the chef did a quick cooking demonstration showing what they were doing with the food. And then the winemaker talked about different pairings that you could do with that food or just with any seasonal food growing in the county right now. So that was last year. And now we know that everybody is Zoomed out. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to do any more Zoom. So but we, true. Again, wanted to keep it going. So this year, what we're doing is we're still pairing up a farmer and a restaurant, and we've got six different restaurants around the county. What's happening is that the restaurant is creating a special tasting item with some of the local produce that they are acquiring from the local farms. And then those tastes will be available to any paid customer that goes into the restaurant during their featured week or weekend. So in Vacaville, Backdoor Bistro is our featured restaurant the last week of the event. And so Chef Lindsay Collini will be featuring a special Bounty of the County recipe and taste. I believe it is November 4th, 5th, and 6th. So if you're in Vacaville, keep your eyes out for that and go visit Backdoor Bistro. Absolutely. We love Backdoor Bistro. And tell me what farm she's uh, paired up with. She is primarily paired with Terra Firma Farms, which is near Winters. However, we did open it up this year and just told the restaurants, you know, try to have a a primary farm. That's who we're going to feature during your week, but you can purchase from anybody, really. So there's some other farms in the Vacaville area who are participating as well. Be Love Farm and Eat Well Farm, which is up in Dixon, Lockwood Acres, which is near Vacaville. And then also Umble Roots Farm is involved, and they are closer to the Sassoon area. Fantastic. Some of our very favorite farms. We love working with them. And as I said, we love Vactor Bistro. Stephanie, I also noticed on the website that you're hosting food classes. Can you tell me about those? Yeah, absolutely. So we started a series of cooking classes probably about April of 2020, and they're going to keep on going for about another nine months or so. And it's where we are working with and showcasing local produce from a lot of these area farms and showing people how to prepare, preserve, store, and come up with all sorts of fun seasonal recipes using local produce. I'm teaching them as well as a number of guest chefs. Of course, during Bounty of the County, it's all the restaurant chefs showing what they're doing with that local food. So keep an eye out for either me or some guests out there in the county doing cooking demonstrations. Fantastic. So do you have other events that Sustainable Solano works on during the year? Oh, yes, we do. (laughs) Quite a few, actually. So we have regular installations of the backyard permaculture food forests. And there is one coming up in November in the Vacaville area. And people can just check out the events calendar on our website to register for that, which is sustainablesolano.org. Also, we have a community garden planned for sometime in 2022 in the Vacaville area. And this is through our Solano Gardens program, which is basically where we create edible food producing gardens in communities that may have limited access. And typically, the gardens are established in somewhat untraditional spaces. So perhaps a multi-unit apartment complex or a church or, you know, any space that kind of makes sense in the community so that they can have better access to fresh fruits and vegetables. So that's coming up too. Yeah. 
And let's circle back a little bit. Tell me more about the first event, the permaculture. Tell me what that entails. What is what is that program? So that's part of our Solano Sustainable Backyards program, where the installation itself is free and open to the public. So if you want to go and learn how one of these installations comes together, you can attend and but also be prepared to work. So there will be some education by one of our uh, contractors who will kind of manage the installation. And then it's essentially community members coming together and helping to build this food forest in the backyard or wherever it is. So you'll get to learn a lot about the creation of an ecosystem that is designed to sustain itself. So permaculture is kind of about whole systems thinking and working with nature as opposed to against it. And so you'll see kind of how all of these different plants interact with each other and how they're structured to benefit each other as they grow. There also might be a secondary water, a gray water system installed. It just depends on the site. I'm not sure if that's the case at this one, but sometimes those are also present at these installations where it's channeling gray water, say from like laundry out to the landscape to help with the water content in the earth. Oh, that's really fascinating. I'm sure we have a number of residents in Vacaville that would love to participate in that. That's so great, Stephanie. Thank you. And then tell me, you mentioned earlier about your workforce development program. What is what does that program look like? So the workforce development program essentially helps to support these other two main initiatives, the green infrastructure and the local food. Right now, actually coming up in January, there's a youth environmental leadership fellowship, which is planned. And the point of this is to give high school youth a chance to learn more about environmental justice issues and also talk with local leaders about what's being done to address any environmental challenges in Vacaville, and then participate in hands-on projects, including the community garden that I mentioned earlier. (laughs) So there will be more information on that later this year on how to sign up for that. Excellent. And can you tell me a little bit more about the age ranges that can be involved in this program? Is this a family-friendly event? What is what is that? So for the demonstration food forest installations, yes, those can be a family event. In the past, I've brought my kids, actually. And one of them, you know, loved to work the wheelbarrow and move mulch around. So there can definitely be kids involved as long as, you know, they're managed by their parents or caregivers. For the Youth Environmental Leadership Fellowship that I spoke about, That, I believe, is geared primarily toward high school-aged students who want to get more involved in that area and with their community. Fantastic. Thank you. And, you know, again, I think that so many of these things are really opportunities for our residents to get more involved in your work. Tell me about how they can best support you. How can they get involved? What are the best ways to, to support the work of Sustainable Solano? So definitely, um, we always have volunteer opportunities, whether it's at an installation or maybe tabling at an event. You know, we always need help with maybe flyering or just getting the word out about some of our events. You know, if people have other kinds of experience like grant writing or event management, I bet we could find a place for you there. (laughs) There's always a grant to be written or researched. (laughs) And If you want to donate, that's also an option too. So people can donate, you know, as I mentioned, we are a nonprofit. So we do rely on grant funds from federal agencies and state agencies and also corporate sponsors and that sort of thing. So there is a donation button on our website. 
Great. And what is that website, Stephanie? SustainableSolano.org. Perfect. Well, I love the work that you're doing for our community. Clearly, you've got a lot of events and a lot of ways for people to participate with you, not just through donation, but actually going out and being able to work the earth with you as well. But tell me again, as Bounty of the County is going on right now, tell us about those dates, when those events are happening. And it's not a huge county, people. We can all get out and support the restaurants all across the county. There's some of my very favorites in the county participating and some of our very best farmers that we just love. So tell us again about those to make sure that we get our, our listeners out to those. Absolutely. So Bounty of the County started the weekend of October 1st. Actually, it started September 30th. And um, Michael Waring was our first restaurant. So Yum. he has finished up. This weekend, the Barn and Pantry in Dixon is featuring some tacos. And there was a cooking demo by Chef Hank um, over there who demonstrated a chili verde sauce that goes on his chicken tacos. So if you haven't seen that cooking demo, check out our um, YouTube channel. And then coming up next weekend, the weekend of October 15 and 16 is 260 Kitchen and Bar. Chef Joey Jaraba is working with Eatwell Farm, Humble Roots Farm, and also Lockwood Acres to create a really amazing amuse-bouche with, I'm not even, I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going <laughs> to say that it involves whipped avocado and beet chips and mint and a lot of other really fantastic vegetables. So. Well, everybody in Vacaville are huge fans of Chef Joey. He was here for, for 20 years. And so uh, we all know what Joey's creations, how wonderful they are. <laughs> Yes. Oh, another Vacaville restaurant I forgot is Rasta Mama's Kitchen. Uh, oh, Chef okay. Chantal Williams is going to do an amazing pop-up lunch event on Sunday, October 24. She's going to be offering a jerk chicken meal with jerk chicken, coconut rice, and some peas and some fried plantain and an island salad. And then the free taste that you'll get for the Bounty of the County part is a pumpkin curry. So again, that is on Sunday, October 24 for lunch. And I will probably be there and we'll, you know, be on hand to talk about all the good stuff that she's doing and all the good produce that Ben at Lockwood Acres has provided to her. It sounds amazing. <laughs> and then the last two are One House Bakery, who will be offering tastes on Thursday, October 28. They are in Venetia. And then finally, Backdoor Bistro, the weekend of November four through six. That is quite a lineup. Pretty, pretty amazing. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. We're so looking forward to all of your events and hopefully a new community garden in Vacaville next year. And uh, we really appreciate all the work you do on behalf of our county. Thank you. I appreciate being here too. Absolutely. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you so much for listening to Destination Vacaville from Visit Vacaville, the city's official destination marketing organization. For more information on the people and places covered in today's episode and ideas for trip planning, head to visitvacaville.com. Music by Kurt Gellerstad. And thank you to Flores Podcast Consulting for their work on this and every episode of Destination Vacaville.